This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and we have the game's over. Swansea and it hasn't quite gone our way it's been a bit of a tricky one 1-0 to the Swansea in the playoff semi-final first leg Keith Stroud that's all I have to say I know it's very easy to blame the referee but he definitely turned the game in this one I'm going to hand it over to the people on the floor here because I'm a little bit fuming on this because this game we had it pretty much in control yes Swansea had a few chances and uh, you know we got away with it hit the post hit a post once good save by Raya but on the other hand we were controlling that game and then the player got sent off Henry and it changed everything didn't it absolute game changer really I mean like like you said the first 30 minutes we were in full control the first 30 minutes of the match um, until they got their first chance 30 minutes in Um, you know they had a little 10 minute spell but you know nothing to be worried about Referee, I thought, had a good first half, to be fair. I thought we called a lot of things, was really positive. But, um, you know, in the second half, you know, I just think, you know, the turning point was the referee's decision. I mean, even the commentators, we we all saw it here live. It was definitely never even even a yellow card. You know, he clearly got the ball. Referee made a gross error, and that was a game changer. I mean, the penalty save, you know, it was like we'd scored. Amazing save. The keeper absolutely kept us in the match. He played an absolute blinder. But, you know, the sending off absolutely changed the mood of the game. Um, it changed, you know, the formation of the team. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's Swansea to lose. We're going to bring them back to Griffin Park. Um, I think tomorrow the referee will look at that and turn it around and say, look, you know what? You know, he can play. Um, and I think it's, it's Swansea to lose. I think it's, it's all for us at Griffin Park. All for us at Griffin Park. Disappointing disappointing match in the end or disappointing result at the end of the day because you know we were we were we were happy with a with getting a point at that and if we could have nicked three points that would have been tremendous wouldn't it yeah to take obviously a lead back to Griffin Park would have been ideal but it wasn't to be when it was Lim v 11 I thought we were a better team um, referee was absolutely awful just watching back the um, the the, the uh, Rico challenge Thomas Franks there you know applauding it it was it was a fair challenge it's the kind of challenge I would have gone for um, but you know that's the way it is what I want to see is uh, and I'm sure you know they, they will do their work you know the backroom staff Pontus you know the senior players use this adversity as ammunition use it as fuel now for, um, for Wednesday it's only 1-0 look actually in the grand scheme of things man down penalty save you know referee against us it's actually not a bad result. I'm, I'm maybe, you know, looking too 
rosed, uh, rose, rose uh, spectacles, but actually use this as a means to get back into it on, on Wednesday. I've got full confidence in the bees. They actually played quite well, like man for man here tonight. Um, there's no reason why we shouldn't still believe. Believe. Listen. Result hasn't got to plan, as you could hear. We're in the boozer, we're in the pub, as we come to for every game. Uh, a little bit subdued again for the third game in a row, unfortunately. Uh, we thought we might ourselves broken ourselves out of the record here today, but it hasn't quite happened. Uh, wasn't, it's, not, it's not the best, but still, it's only half over. Well, Bill, I've got to tell you, I think in times of adversity, when two teams are well matched with each other, the difference is sometimes the coaching. And the coach has to take over and decide what is right and what is wrong. For me today, we lacked direction. We lacked motivation. We lacked that killer instinct from Thomas on the sideline. And, you know, when we had a player sent off, you know, we should have protected what we had at that point in time, which was a nil-nil draw, you know. And... You know, we, we were poor. We, we, you know, we put on Ruslev and we put on Emiliano. What's Emiliano doing on the pitch when we're nil-nil? That should have been chaos. We should have gone five at the back. We should have protected our centre-halves. You know, we should have gone one up front. We should have come away from that game with a nil-nil draw. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm in angst about it because... The way to beat Swansea when they play with three centre-halves is that we've got to get into their corners. The way they get in their corners is to swap in Waymo to the left and to play Canos on the, on the right and get the ball in behind their wide midfield players. Because they're playing as wide midfielders, not as full-backs. And that doesn't mean that we're dropping in, uh, Ben Rama. That means we're giving him the freedom to play in the 10 role to get the ball in behind Watkins. Because Oli is just not imposing himself on centre-halves at the moment. And that's been a massive problem for three games. We've got to give massive credit to the three teams that we've played. Because in my eyes, I think they have coaching found us out. And if, if we don't respond to the fact that teams have coaching found us out, something alluded to by the fullback of a noisy neighbour, shall we say, in a pub in Staines recently. We don't allude to the fact that they've worked out what we do. It means we're arrogant. And I don't want us to be arrogant. We've got to turn Swansea. We've got to make them go backwards. And we've got to come at the next game. We've got to score... Not two more than they do, but three more than they do. And I'm not confident. The Royal Oak B is not confident. There's no confidence happening out the Royal Boat there. The Royal Boat. Just all gone. The mouse all gone. I don't know what to say here anymore. Um, disappointment, it has to be said, from uh, the result at the end of the day, because we could have, again, you know, could have got something more out of this game than we could have done with the other games, especially. We were so dominant in the first half and now Swansea grew into it. Yes, they hit the post. Yes, they had a penalty. But I thought we were still controlling that game enough to have got something out of it. And uh, it just slipped out of our... Even when we got the player sent off, I thought, you know, we might get something out of this. But you can see Swansea just started to pull us apart. 
they started to pass the ball around and made it difficult for us and started to make us run around the place and they they got away once and I got that shot and to be fair it was a great goal and that was gutting look I think uh, Thomas would have asked for a performance today and I think he got it I'm I'm, I'm really positive Bill actually I think uh, 1-0 back at our place I I think that's a result we can turn round I thought the first half we played really well I thought Hard, hard to pick out any uh, particular players because they all played so well. Second half, we were there right up into 70 minutes. We we're peppering their, peppering their goal with chances. Then you have the sending off, and you can debate that. Uh, the, the, the debate will centre around whether Rico's studs were up or not. But I, uh, clearly, I think it wasn't a sending off. It was a yellow card. I'm sure we'll appeal it. That could be turned around for, for, the, for Wednesday's game. And then I thought we defended superbly, actually. I thought they looked, they looked like they didn't have any answers. And I don't know what the SG percentage would have been on IU's shot, but it was a fantastic shot. You could argue whether Rod's left track, track back, but he looked like he was running into Pinnock. So I don't know whether he's to blame or not. It was just a fantastic shot. And uh, after that, they offered nothing. And uh, Ollie played, I thought, superbly. We could have nicked it. So I, I'm very positive. This was a great performance, I think, all in all. It just didn't go our way. And after three games of it not going our way, I think the luck will change on Wednesday. Ooh, talking about a bit of luck changing well let's see I mean I know it didn't go all our way but we've been hearing this for the last three games now and we really need something to change and we need to go for it on Wednesday because if we don't uh, it's all over I mean it's interesting because uh, I'm trying to put a few positive slants on this obviously we've got a game on Wednesday that we need to overcome we need to get a result but if we do get a result from that the positive side is that we're actually going to go into the playoffs on an up <laughs> because we could need to have an up to actually get to the playoffs, didn't we? Yeah, Bill, look, I thought the guys were outstanding today. Um, it, was a, it was a fairly even game. Um, I thought we just edged it, um, but the sending off, it, it completely changed the, the dynamic of the game. Um, you know, you could see straight away, we banked up, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to keep them out. It, in fairness to uh, IU, it was a good finish. But um, when Reyes saved the penalty early on, I thought, you know, you know, maybe the luck is with us. But um, I'll tell you what I like today is um, our, our manner of the way we played the game. You know, um, we had a bit of pride in there today. You know, it was missing in the last couple of games. And, and they say pride uh, stands for uh, personal responsibility in delivering excellence. And I thought we'd done that today. But we was robbed by that referee decision with Rico. I, I just can't understand at this level and these important games how a referee can make a decision like that. And it wasn't his only decision, to be fair. It was a couple that he made. It's quite baffling. But I, I'm still confident. I still believe in the Brentford. And, you know, we know what we need to do in the second leg. And we just got to go for it. And... Uh, Hopefully we get a good ref. Hopefully we'll get a good ref. We, we need to play some football as well on Wednesday. Um, listen, this wasn't this wasn't look, it wasn't the best, but we can still we can still get back into this, can't we? I'm still proud of the bees. I'm still proud of the bees. I thought they played better today. I know this has now been three games and we've not had a win. But I just want to say, I think this referee today, this Stroud, is an absolute disgrace. And I think he should get a red card and he should be sent off. And I think they should bring in a ruling where there should be substitute refs because this man cannot continue doing what he's doing. 
because he has cost us again. Rico um, won the ball and I'm hoping that it will be rescinded and we get Rico back. But I'm still proud of the boys. We've got another chance. We're bees, Bill, and we live on to fight another day. And, and also, I know that you're not going to like this, but that Swansea manager, I can't stand looking at his ugly mug. Sorry. <laughs> all right, I think, I think all the anger's coming out now. All the anger's coming out with the Swansea. Right, listen, we've got a second game against them, and hopefully you might be able to look him in the face after the game because you'll be he'll, he'll have a glow of defeat in there. But I'm just saying that just, just, just to try and make you feel a little bit better. Of course, there'll always be a glow of defeat because the bees, I will never give up on him, but I don't want to see that man face-to-face and I never want to see that Stroud face-to-face because he's rubbish along with that manager. Up the bees. Up the bees, up the bees. Listen, they're not holding back here now. Listen, it hasn't got the plan, but it's only half-time. I'm still confident, still confident. You know, one refereeing decision's changed the game. I was obviously their danger, but overall, I'm confident we can turn this game around. So, looking forward to well, I hope Wednesday hurries up very quickly, but I think we can turn this around. So, three games in a row. Um, interesting because I'll say that I mean I spoke to some people uh, before the lockdown had finished who said that you know listen you know we've been all right the bees, but what you can't account for is. Uh, the referees who in this league probably could be a little bit better and that's probably diplomatically putting it um, I think we had a situation today where a referee who we all know Stroud could have definitely been a little bit better because this is a situation which has cost us not even slightly quite quite massively and we're not revolving everything around the referee as well because Swansea would say we got a penalty and you saved it and we hit the post yes we know all these things happen but sometimes they go in sometimes they don't but that was a clear situation where it affected the game and it it, it, it it made us have to play in a different way with different players and there's an argument to say also that it actually directly cost the goal because the where the goal came from and this is not blaming any player at all if the player was on the pitch he may have well the extra players on the pitch he may have responded differently in IU um, and, 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 and got, got, got that ball I completely agree with you I think Stroud's an absolute joke who demands attention he's got a little bit of a little man complex he's completely cost us and you know people like me and you we go to games every week the club invests hundreds of thousands of pounds millions of pounds and this this like this guy just fucking ruins it for everyone he, he couldn't see for starters how can he see he's facing the wrong way so you should if you're going to make a decision like that why make it so quickly at least consult with your linesman even if it's a linesman on the wrong side you know you've got to you've got to have a look you've got to talk to someone I think it's a complete joke it's changed the game completely uh, you know we were it was a very even game I thought we were slightly on top and yet we've had someone sent off for something that the referee cannot see and I think he sent him off because the Swansea players got around him and influenced him and for a referee who we know is rubbish but he's experienced I think that's embarrassing I think Stroud is a real real embarrassment and the fact that he's allowed to carry on making these mistakes year on year out really says that there are no referees coming through and we just have to put up with this shit so you know people say VAR is is, is bad and ruining football I just don't think there's the referees out there to referee the game so I think we probably do need VAR at every, every level because you know 
every week it's it's, it's shit in it really the referee and... it's, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned I mean, we try not to, to, to mention VAR obviously I haven't got VAR in our league and this, it, it's it's it, you know it's it's like Marmite VAR some people love it people, some people hate it some people see the good in it some people see the bad in it big conversation going on with our group where we're talking about VAR should they have it or should they have, have it when should it be used and when shouldn't it be used um, and they're saying that the difficulty is that at the moment VAR is used too much it's used for absolutely everything so it kind of ruins the game stops the flow of the game you know they, they start ruling things like offsides on a shoelace and all that stuff which shouldn't be done however you know what I'd say to Brentford so for example a Brentford fan who says that they don't believe in VAR I mean I believe that VAR should be used but should be used in the right way and should be used sparingly and for big decisions I think that this would be a prime example which would be a big decision because this is possibly can cost us actually getting to the Premier League it can cost our club a hundred plus million pounds that one decision by Keith Stroud so to me I don't know anybody who's a fan who will turn around and say well I don't want that I think we should just kind of carry on the referees if the referees aren't any good they're going to need some sort of help look at decision here right you can see it so my question for you Billy is not about VAR it's about how can he make that decision when he's behind the ball without asking his linesman like how can he make that decision like sending someone up I, I find I find that unbelievable you know VAR you know I don't know it's like a big big debate in it I don't know I just... he, needs, he needs help is what you're saying so whatever help you, linesman if the linesman's not giving it somebody else needs to give that help I think like he's an experienced he's an experienced referee experienced you know he's, con- he's been around and he's been consistently bad for a long long time but he has been around for a long time so the fact that he's not he's made that decision I think is because the Swansea players have got around him but I think he should be he should be bigger and better than that I think he's made that decision because he's influenced you know, would he, have, would he have used VAR? Because in the Premier League, that would be... He would need to go over to the uh, the TV, right? So I don't know whether he would... I don't know whether that would have been overturned in the Premier League. So I'm certainly not disagreeing with you, but I think it's another case of Stroud being very poor at his job. It's all about the Stroud. They're not happy with the Stroud. I'm not happy with the Stroud. No one's happy with the Stroud. It's just like, listen, we're trying to put an upper on this. It is half-time. Everyone's had a moan at Stroud. Everyone's had a moan at the referee. There's a lot of things that people aren't happy about. But we've got to take some bonuses or pluses out of that game as well because, don't forget, we've lost two games yeah. against teams who have strangled us. Yeah. But we, uh, at times, we looked actually promising that game and we looked like we could actually get something out of it. Definitely, absolutely. I don't think, that, I don't think we played badly. I mean, we didn't take the chances we had, but that wasn't a game that we should have lost at all. And I think the players know that as well, and everyone knows that. And if anything, going into the next game, that could be even better for them. Going into that, I reckon. From where they've come off that, off, off a loss that shouldn't, that shouldn't have been a loss at all. They know that they were there to win that game, and how many chances they had, and how well they played, especially in comparison to the last two losses as well. The, it, it, it could work well for us, I think. Okay, but, you know, and I'm going to put the flip side, but Swansea coming to Griffin Park one goal ahead so I mean the ball is in our court to do something isn't it it is absolutely yeah 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 and I think you realise that from about towards the end of the game you realise Thomas Frank you know you'd, ra- you'd rather play for a 1-0 loss to go into it back at home come back home play with a 1-0 loss and then and, and bring it to him and I know the players are going to be up for it as well because they, they know they've been done over tonight 
and they're going to go on and they're going to want to go prove themselves because they proved themselves tonight. They showed how well they are tonight. They've had the, they've had the pressure put on them before, and yes, before that you know they, they haven't performed under pressure, but tonight they've done really well. They've done so well. They didn't deserve to lose that, and they know that as well. And they're they're going to want it so much that next game. Interesting, you said that because all the comments. Interesting, listen. I mean, I was getting a bit <laughs> get wound up with the commentary here today because it seemed quite Preston set under Preston uh, Swansea centric as well and it's almost like you know they, they, they kind of look you know what was deemed as the underdog and they were talking about the pressure from Brentford and everything like that and all of a sudden when we started to play well they're going oh they don't seem to suffer from the pressure and I'm thinking well probably because there isn't any pressure on them but you know the fact is that they did play very well they didn't get in, uh, anything out of this game the two previous games there was probably a bit of pressure on them but they didn't get anything out of that so there's three games where they've done things and they haven't got anything out of that don't you think in Brentford's heads they must be thinking Christ, when are we going to get something out of this? I mean, it's going to actually make it a little bit powder keggy yeah, yeah, yeah. at Griffin Park on Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, well, so today, you know, the penalty save and everything like that, everything was, you know, it was going, it was going so well for us. I mean, you know, there was chances that we should have put away and we have only got ourselves to blame for those chances that we didn't finish. Where they should, you know, and Bremo's chance where it was just a tap-in, you know, and some of those goals haven't got it. We've only got ourselves to blame for that. But in general, when we put, and Swansea did play well, you know, it was it was it was a it was a very good game. It was a very even game as well, particularly. But I did just see, especially how we played in our last two games compared to today, we were so much better today, so much better. So listen, just finally, just give us Wednesday going into that game. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? And is it going to be a big plus? The players are going to be aggressive. They're going to be one. They're going to be one and going out of there straight away from the get go. I want to see a goal, and they want to see a goal straight away. Minute, two minutes, three minutes, and Brentford are going to win it. We're going to do it. We're going to go out there. We're going to go out there and score. 3 0. Wembley? Wembley, we're going Wembley. 100% we're going Wembley. We are going Wembley. A 1 0 loss is not, a, is not a setback at all, especially after how we played today. If we, didn't, if we didn't play as greatly and we lost 1 0, then maybe we wouldn't go into that game as well. But the way we played and the way we went into that game, they're well up for it, and we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Right, this is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Oh, Tyler Man here said it. He says we're off to Wembley. Yeah, so we need to win this game on Wednesday. So let's let's see how it goes. Listen, disappointing today. Stroud was rubbish. We were a bit unlucky. You know, we got off with a few chances, but it's not over yet. Still on the second half coming on Wednesday. But as we say, Edward here, we're going back there, we're back at the pubs on Wednesday, it's gonna be absolutely packed, and if we get through, we'll be very, very happy as we say. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.